0: This Trade Coast Central Heritage Park audio tour will take you on a walk to the heritage-listed Hangar 7, starting from the Interpretive Centre at 87 Schneider Road, Eagle Farm. On the walk you will view the outside of the Hangar 7 building. There is no access to the inside of Hangar 7 at the present time. Images filmed inside Hangar 7 can be viewed in the movie showing in the cinema on the first floor of the Interpretive Centre. Please pause the tour if you wish to read the displays. The Heritage Trail to the southwest features Hangar 7. From the Trade Coast Central Heritage Park Interpretive Center, the trail passes under Schneider Road to viewing points where you can learn about and experience Hangar 7 and its secret war history. In World War II, Eagle Farm Airfield was home to top-secret military intelligence activities which helped turn the tide against the Japanese in the Pacific. It all took place in the igloo-shaped building you can see to the west, known as Hangar 7. Inside this building, a team of Allied aircraft engineers worked in secret to unlock the mysteries of the Japanese Mitsubishi Zero, an unbeatable fighter plane responsible for thousands of Japanese air victories in World War II, until the team in Hangar 7 cracked its secrets And learned how to defeat it. To take the Hangar 7 trail, use the footpath along Schneider Road, taking care to look left, right, and left again before crossing Backhouse Place, watching out for traffic. Then proceed along the trail beside the left hand side of the road bridge, which crosses the railway line to the south. Before you pass under the road bridge, take a moment to imagine the Ford Motor Company factory on this site built in 1926, in the Art Deco style adopted for Ford factories all across the world. During World War II, maritime landing craft were built here. When you emerge on the western side of the underpass, you will have an excellent view of Hangar 7 and its first interpretive panel. Behind you is another major portal, as this is the entrance from the west, which becomes a shared bikeway and pedestrian walkway at this point. Hangar 7's innovative construction utilised long interlocking jigs of hardwood timber, sometimes green, nailed together. This technique was invented by Emile Brizet, who worked for the local M.R. Hornibrook engineering and construction firm. It allowed this very large arched building to be erected in less than two weeks. Hangar 7 is 30 metres wide and 73 metres long. All the World War II hangars were meant to be temporary, but the technique was not only cheap and fast, it was also strong and durable. Many are still standing to this day, here and at Archerfield. About 500 metres west of here on Lamington Avenue, Hangar 2 still stands. Hangar 7 was built at an angle to all the other buildings at Eagle Farm Airfield to keep out prying eyes. Inside, there was a hive of activity involving rebuilding Japanese fighter planes, the Mitsubishi Zero, the Nakajima Oscar, and the Kawasaki Tony. The Allies chose a simple naming system for Japanese aircraft, with boys' names for fighters and girls' names for bombers and gliders. As you walk down towards Hangar 7, you can begin to imagine what was going on inside. Clyde Gessel's team, under the leadership of the 81st Air Depot Group's Frank McCoy, were discovering that the secret to the Zero's astonishing maneuverability and range was twofold. First, the Japanese had invented a new super-light aluminium alloy. To further reduce the weight of the aeroplane, the Japanese sacrificed the normal armor for the engine, fuel tanks and pilot, and used lightweight fuel tanks which had no defense against machine gun bullets like the heavier, self-sealing fuel tanks used by the Americans and the British. Clyde Gessel reported that the aluminium alloy armor fitted to the Zero was for psychological value only. The reduced weight meant the Zero maneuvered with incredible agility. It was deadly in a dogfight. It could also fly vast distances without refueling. The Allied intelligence unit realized the secret was in visual recognition and tactics. They trained their pilots to recognize the telltale nose, fuselage, and tail fin of the Zero and be able to zoom past at distance, strafing the enemy aircraft with machine gun and cannon fire. Even a single machine gun bullet could penetrate the cockpit, killing the pilot or rupturing the fragile fuel tanks, causing them to explode. The Zero was no match for the Allied, Allison-powered fighters, in terms of sheer speed. For the Allied pilots, their mission was to hit and run, out of range of the Zero, then to circle back for another high-speed flypast, strafing to finish the job. The first Zero rebuilt here at Hangar 7 was reassembled from the parts of five separate planes, salvaged from the Buna airfield in New Guinea, after it was recaptured by the Allies. It was officially known as XJ001, but got the nickname Hap, then Hamp, then Zeke, but soon was known universally just as The Zero. How would you like to travel back in time to experience the takeoff of the rebuilt Zero XJ001 on its first flight? To hear a recreation, Press the audio button on the second display panel on the path next to the eastern facing wall of <laughs> Hangar 7. It was piloted by Captain William Farrier and combat tested against a Spitfire Supermarine flown by British pilots. Three Nakajima Oscars were used to build the second Japanese fighter in Allied hands, very similar to the Zero, but without the pointy tail. A third fighter, the Kawasaki Tony, was rebuilt and tested here between September and October in 1944. At this point of the Hangar 7 Trail, you need to retrace your steps, heading back eastward to the underpass below Schneider Road, back towards the Trade Coast Central Heritage Park Interpretive Centre on Schneider Road. The large portal on the underpass shows you the path to take. As you make your way back to the Interpretive Centre, take a moment to imagine what it might have been like to witness a Japanese Zero flying above Brisbane in full Japanese colours when it was being photographed for the identification guides used by the Allies in pilot training. An army nurse on leave saw and recognised the Japanese Zero above Brisbane and called the police saying, there's a Japanese plane flying overhead. The duty sergeant scoffed at the report saying it was Quite impossible! But the nurse was right. It all happened right here at Eagle Farm Airfield in World War II. And you can see footage of the Zero in flight in the skies over Eagle Farm at the cinema on the first floor of the Interpretive Centre. The footage comes from a training movie made during the war. Thank you for listening to this audio tour. You can choose another audio tour from the home screen.